17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. So we know that Tyler Huntley uh, started the game, and uh, it really felt like, you know, the Steelers were um, interested in eliminating the run. Understandably so, right? Like, you know, it's a wet game outside. Um, they probably realize that the Ravens are probably just trying to essentially take some time off of the clock in these types of games. Um, and so um, they committed to stopping the run. And um, look, the game was sloppy on both sides. You saw both teams um, making turnovers due to the rain, but you saw two turnovers um, from the running backs. And um, this is Gus Edwards' second uh, fumble in as many weeks. Um, my question is, Adam, why was Gus Edwards out there as much as he was? I, I, you know, look, I understand that Melvin Gordon fumbled. That's what Melvin Gordon does, Cordell, whether we like to, to act like it doesn't exist or not. And the, they told you what it was. The man has lost 19 fumbles in his career. He had 26 fumbles and lost 19. That's a nasty, nasty, we're talking Tiki Barber territory, mm-hmm. nasty. But you knew that when you signed him, okay? And so this is the thing that I hate, right? Because I knew that when Melvin Gordon fumbled, we would not see much of him anymore because we know how Harbs is. Harbs, this game doesn't count. Right. I mean, I don't, look, I don't care if he fumbled five times. You wouldn't, you're not going to play him in the postseason for sure. And that's a lesson learned. And maybe the Dalvin Cook signing looks better on your end. But I'm trying to understand why you felt the need to add a guy like Gus Edwards into the game when Gus Edwards is essentially your starter and you're going you're gonna to need him moving forward. And you don't need Melvin Gordon moving forward. In a game, then again, you don't need. So that was my biggest question mark. However, I do understand the concern that people have had in terms of the turnover battle. I'm trying to look at it real quick. I am trying to mm-hmm. excuse it. I do understand that the Gus joint was the punch out. But look, it was a wet day. It's right. slippery out there. And I'm doing it. I'm going to give him some bail in this fumble as opposed to the one last week. So I just want to make are we are we are we giving Gordon the pass as well? Or, or I would no? like I see here's the problem. I would like to. Mm-hmm. But history won't give me the opportunity. I want to. Yes, I He's do want to. In one in rain, shine, sleep, I, or snow. I know. I understand that the elements absolutely. I, I know that's unfair for me to say, well, I'm going to give Gus a pass, but not give Melvin Gordon a pass. I know that's unfair. I, but I'm, Melvin Gordon has put me in this position. That's not my problem. He did it, not me. So that's where I'm at with that. Sorry, right. Melvin Gordon. You the one that got all these fumbles and all these fumbles lost. So that's you set a precedent. And that's just where I'm at with that. And yes, it is unfair. It is unfortunate, but life ain't fair. So that's where I stand with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm with you. Had a couple of times in the game to where I'm like, did Harbs forget that they that they don't need to win this game? That this they just need to run this clock. Did, that's did it. he forget that the objective of today is to get out as healthy as you possibly can? Yep. And so, in the midst of that, I also took into account that you got to respect the game and as a head coach you you want to not only you know respect your opponent and res- respect the integrity of the game but also respect the guys that are on the field fighting 
And there are quite a few guys that played in the game that aren't regular players um, that I think, because even with some of the timeouts that he called late in the game where it was clear, you know, by this point, the Steelers are up 10, you know, it's, it's like, I get it. You, you still want to coach as if you're trying to win the game. It's a respect factor there that you got to have. So I, I had to kind of remind myself of that, but in terms of, why not sending Melvin Gordon back out there after the fumble? I'm right there with you. I don't I don't understand what benching him in that game would prove. I'd make the argument that it's an it's a bigger punishment to keep him out there and and force him <laughs> to kind of be the guy to be yep. the workhorse back in that type of sloppy game, to be the workhorse guy in a game where you don't care about at all because. Yeah, you don't want something to happen to Gus. I mean, Justice barely played in the game. Gus definitely seen. I got to look at the snap counts, but it looked I, I just from watching it in real time, it felt like Gus played substantially more yeah. than Justice Hill did. So, um, yeah, I was I was kind of taken back by that as well. Um, but you know, enough. Just oh, look, the offense. It's not a lot of great things to talk about offensively. So most of this is going to be disappointing. <laughs> Um, I thought it was a disappointing day for guys that had an opportunity to really showcase something. We mentioned Trenton Simpson on the defensive side, a guy that took advantage of his opportunity. He only played in basically the second half and did a lot. Uh, but I look at Tyler Huntley, and granted, I think it was unfortunate for him that the elements were the way that they were. Um, but you'd like to see more. You you would have liked to see more from Huntley, um, just some more aggressiveness. And I and I get it. You want to take care of the ball. That's priority number one. Again, the weather conditions are what they are. You don't have your usual complement of guys that would be there. But that leads me to Rashad Bateman, who I got to check, but I don't think he had a target in the game. I, I'm pretty sure Rashad Bateman didn't get a single target as I'm looking right now. No, he didn't. He wow. Didn't, which wow. is mind blown because at the, at the end of the day Rashad Bateman is probably your number one at that he point. was he was and he, he didn't even play the second half he he wasn't right. even in on the second half so the entire first half he's out there just getting cardio in golden opportunity for Rashad Bateman who has as of late stacked some you know steadily stacked some pretty decent performances and seemed to have kind of been getting in a groove and Again, maybe the elements had more of an impact because the the rain was got, was really bad as the game went on. The wind yeah. was coming, um, so I, I get it. Uh, but it was just unfortunate that specifically those two guys weren't able to do something because we already know Tyler Huntley is probably going to be on another team next year. That was an opportunity for him to kind of showcase what he could do, and for Bateman. It's not out of the question that Bateman could be on another team next year, honestly. I mean, he's they're not going to pick up his fifth-year option, and it's not out of the realm of possibility that Bateman says, I want to go somewhere where I can, you know, have have my I, – I can, I can get put more on the big screen. What I do is more amplified. I can get more production somewhere else. It's, it's not out of the realm for him to do that. He's on the last year of his rookie deal. It's time for him to make something happen. So it was definitely disappointing for those two guys to not kind of uh, make something out of that opportunity. Um, and I guess one other little nugget is that Malik Cunningham 
it just I don't know. This isn't anything that they have said to me or that I have heard from anybody else. This is just from my own assessment from what I've seen. It looks like they are punting on Malik Cunningham being a quarterback just from me. Uh, they, because, he, because earlier this week he did what? He was working out with wide receivers. He worked out with wide receivers uh, this week, this past week, and he was in the game for four snaps. Everything was wide receiver. Everything he came out pregame with wide receivers. Didn't get any snaps pregame working out with the center. So, I mean, things could change over the off season. I don't know, but just from what I've seen to this point, it just looks like they're trying him out at another position. Which is interesting because I saw a few people like asking for him, which I don't think that that would have really worked out anyway, because he was the emergency um, quarterback and Josh Johnson was the backup in that position. Um, I agree. I mean, you know, yes, I'm sure the elements did play a lot of uh, what happened on Saturday. Um, Huntley definitely looked, um, he was second and third guessing himself guys that I thought that were, immediately getting open he took too long to mm-hmm. read to see that and mm-hmm. again it really could be because of the elements i don't know you know what i mean i just know what we saw and that's how it is you had the drop situation kolar had, had some drops look it, it was a sloppy outing uh for a sloppy game and you'd like to hope that it's because no one was trying to get injured and trying to just kind of play a little conservatively that it looked the way that it did when you add the elements of what it looked like outside on Saturday. Um, that being said, it's kind of like, it's still like, well, I still would have liked a little bit of a better, <laughs> you know, of an outing in that regard. Uh, you know, you kept tra- every time you tried to get Justice Hill involved, felt like he was trying to run this wheel route. I, I'm not really sure. Like you said, the, so the, the few snaps that he got, they was kind of running the same plays. Mm-hmm. And, and I get it. You wanted to be as basic as you could be. I completely understand. You're not going to put all your good stuff out there. There's no need for you to do that. But even the basic things just didn't appear to be clicking. And the offense just was out of sync, it felt like, for the entire game. Yeah, I mean, they were. And indeed, that, that to give the Steelers some credit, that defense has been better on the back end of the season. I thought they played a pretty good game on Saturday. Um, you mentioned that well route to Justice Hill. That's kind of been a, state, a staple of this offense this year. I, it's got to be on film at this point that people are picking up that that's a big-time tendency of theirs to try to hit on that well route to the running back because the Ravens have had a lot of success running that play um, this year. Another highlight in, in a game where there weren't many highlights for the Ravens, Isaiah Likely yet again looking like a stud, gets yep. the touchdown, um, just bully balling his way uh, into the end zone. I thought I, the offensive line was up and down. Um, yeah, you know, it was it was an up and down day. Not and, and, and you saw guys like Stanley and Morgan, Morgan, most playing. Yeah. They were rotated again, of course. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like that they were getting um, all the reps. The only starter that played like majority of the reps, I believe, was John Simpson right. at that point. Right. I, I, you know, everybody else did play. They just got rotated. Yeah. Him and Cleveland probably played the most. I just didn't say Cleveland mainly because we know that Cleveland is Cleveland's back, right? Right. Yeah. Like technically, I guess he would have started anyway, regardless. And they did some weird stuff, putting Sam Mustafer at left guard at times, and Macarian at center, and uh, so they 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 did some unique things. They 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 tried some different stuff. Um, like I said, they had Malik Cunningham in it, running at wide receiver. 
a couple of plays. It it, it was a game that they understood. I, I think they understood what it was um, on that side of the ball, and they kept it very vanilla, didn't do a lot of stuff, a lot of read option stuff with Tyler Huntley and the running backs, mostly running the ball. Um, but, yeah, just not a not a lot of success for the offense uh, on Saturday. Yeah, and, and look, I mean, I, again, I'm sure that uh, Huntley's a nice guy. I know he played in the Pro Bowl last year, but he is not Lamar Jackson. And mm-hmm. just, it's, it's, no, no one is Lamar Jackson. Right. <laughs> He's right. one of one. So it's very hard to, you know, come out and play um, with a guy that like, uh, you know, that's like Lamar and be behind him in that regard. I was actually, um, I was actually surprised, I think, and I understand why they want to put Huntley out there. They, you know, give him some game film, which I'm sure if you ask him, it's probably one of his best work. But um, I was wondering, like, will we see a little bit of Josh Johnson in there? Because, again, this game doesn't really mean a ton. And, you know, do you start just letting guys kind of get their burn? And we didn't see that. Huntley was able to um, play for all four quarters. But ultimately, you know, the score is the score and and the yards are the yards because that's where we go. When we come back, I want to talk about ESPN and how they handled this broadcast here on Winning Drive. 